Do do do. Uh, intro goes. Yeah. <laughs> All aboard! Come right along, my friends. We're all in the same boat here. Exploring to seek and find All the secrets within our minds. Tally ho, tally ho, onward we go. Seeking all the facts we can find. Tally ho, tally ho, onward we go, on we go. On we go. ADHD Explorers. Look at the. Hello! Hello! Welcome! Hello, everyone. Welcome uh, to this week's episode of ADHD Explorers. And um, this week we are exploring. I'm. management. Yeah. So it's <laughs> me, Addie, and your co host, Ben. And we are here to. Uh, talk about our experiences with time management so fun fact <laughs> we started this episode no. five hours late <laughs> oh, oh wow so well, we are experts <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think one of the main things to start off with for time management is just work with someone else who's also very flexible <laughs> <laughs> find an organized person and cling on to them like a magnet it's a light it's work life you know just work with someone who um is just as uh disorganized as you and then completely understands so the first reason we had to push back was because (laughs) i was tired (laughs) but that's a it's like one of the things i wanted to talk about this uh, episode was how it's really weird trying to organize and plan things as an ADHD because you don't know what your energy level is going to be. Oh, at, God. Like, yeah. the time. Yeah, because so like, I thought, like, midday is a normal time of day to be awake, but, like, I have a lot of stuff going on right now mentally, and I'm just exhausted constantly. And so, but and yeah. then I was like, no, I'm not, I can't right now. It's just I'm so low energy. And then I had a nap, and then I went to meet up with my friend. <laughs> he was late, and he also has ADHD. <laughs> So I was like, can we push that? Because yeah. my friend was late. <laughs> and it was and it was really fine because like we were supposed to start recording at my midnight, lol. <laughs> <laughs> sleep management. We're not the experts in sleep management either. We were supposed to start recording at midnight and Addy was like, oh, can we push it back? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, because I'm, I, <laughs> I was just spending ages making that little funny song for the beginning. <laughs> Because, and I don't know, that's just what I wanted to do. Really yeah, exactly. So, what do you think of time management, Addy? Uh, I don't really understand it. <laughs> no, dude, what is time? What even, <laughs> so like, to start off with, we got to break it down, right? Like, there's two concepts here. Time. And time is relative, <laughs> that Einstein said. And to me, I don't know what the fuck it is. I, so, yeah, no, like, time management, who is she? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I almost want to hear from someone yeah, that's I have a very fraught it. relationship with time management. <laughs> I don't know what time management is, but I know how to chill out. Welcome to the Chill Out Lounge. Mm. Welcome. Welcome. 
<laughs> one thing I did learn though in my research was that You're holding up a pen in my research. <laughs> in my research, I learned that you can focus less on productivity and more on taking care of yourself. And that yes. apparently yeah. is a really good thing. So I think like with having ADHD, there's like so many factors that go into lack of time management, right? So it's like a lot of us struggle with it. Not everyone, some people, but some people overcompensate by like being super early for things all the time. But that gives me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't like waiting around for anything. So like, I hate being. Yeah, yeah. Like I was I three hours early to the airport know. the other day because I had to fly with my dog. Yeah, oh. And what the fuck? It was like, what do I do with time? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that I'm always four hours early at the airport because I prefer not to wait until the time I'm supposed to go because it just plays on my mind. Like, you know how there's that weird thing about ADHD about how if you have something later on in the day, then you don't you do anything with your day. whole day. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm just preparing for this one thing. <laughs> yeah, right. I had a dentist appointment at 9 a.m. today. Yeah. And it was you like sleep? 2 a.m. Right? So it's easier to just stay up the whole night. And I was waiting for it the whole night. Yeah. Whenever I have a flight, and it's like was just- 4 8 a.m. Like if I have to be up at like or 5 a.m. I'm like, I might as well just stay awake at this point because I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> because no. if you try and sleep and then you worry that you're going to sleep in, and that's a whole nother thing. But yes, I'm right. never early for the at the airport. Like if I'm traveling alone, I get there like with the bare minimum time left to get on my flight because I love <laughs> the rush. I love like like, <laughs> like when you get there and you're like sweaty and you hand over your ticket, and you're like, I made it. Yeah, it's 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 a rush. Like mm. I used to say that like my gym was being late for the train. Yeah. And I'd always run to get there on time. And that was how I was maintained a basic level of fitness was just running. Just because I, I feel like with ADHD. Like I saw this comment on Reddit the other day that was something like, you can either take it two ways. Either you hyper obsess about organization mm. and you get really organized. Mm-hmm. And some people are really like that and I find them inspiring. Or <laughs> I'm like, wow, it's put things off. <laughs> <laughs> you put things off for so long that you become a really good improviser. Mm, yeah I saw that as well it was like are you are you which kind of ADHD are you are you like the hyper organized like way too early for everything did that and like control freak basically or are you just like really good at improvising <laughs> never plan right right because it's almost <laughs> like the, the the times that I get like stuck when I'm trying to decide on what to do is yeah. often when there's a decision to be made and there's a kind of paralysis or something Mm. I can't think of what to do next because I'm trying to think oh which way would be the optimum way to do it instead Mm. of like I've got this new idea that if what if I just improvise along the way and I don't plan anything because that's just how (laughs) I work you know yeah maybe they'll get done and then as soon as I see my brain pausing to think oh what should I do now I should just just choose one thing 
let's just just do one thing and improvise how you're going to do it because that almost works out sometimes yeah that's my new philosophy I'm gonna try out do it <laughs> so I like yeah. I've always had yeah like I said I like a mixed relationship with with time management in particular with lateness like I'm late for everything anyone who knows me knows like if I'd say a certain time that we're meeting up it's probably like at least 15 minutes later that I will be there um yeah I was thinking an hour yeah an hour (laughs) (laughs) uh it's fine just don't add a minute time but like fine with friends and thankfully I have enough people who know me that like because there's people who do the whole like well if you cared about me and you cared about my time then you would be on time and it's like like it's not that I don't care about you it's just like I lost shit on the way here okay (laughs) yeah like this is the thing about time management is it's like an umbrella word for like 50 billion things Exactly. There's so many things that like get in the way of me being on time right it's not just like you know, we were like, just plan ahead. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like climb Everest. Yeah, so is, I tried um yeah, I tried to explain it to my employer once, right? I was like, okay, so like look at it from my perspective, right? I'm trying to get to work on time. Work is 40 minutes away by bike or like 35 by transit, whatever it is. Okay, so I leave the house. But before I leave the house, I had probably, I didn't sleep well, right? Because I have problems sleeping and getting to bed on time. And my body clock is shifted from like a neurotypical body clock. So I want to go to sleep at 2 a.m., but my work starts at 9 a.m. So I have to leave at 8. So I have probably not slept enough. So I wake up, I'm tired. I have brain fog until like, three hours after I've woken up that that's pretty normal for me so I have brain fog I'm trying to leave the house I probably didn't have the foresight or energy the night before to pack my stuff ready to leave so I have to pack all my stuff in the morning and then I need to eat and make my coffee because my brain doesn't work without coffee so this is all before leaving the house then I have time blindness (laughs) so I can't tell what time it is or how long things take so tasks yeah. take me like I think it takes this amount of time and it always takes longer and I never learn <laughs> and this is all right, right. before I leave the house <laughs> oh and I don't know how Ooh. to plan for like things that interrupt my journey so if I, that's one one thing I like about cycling is like it pretty much always takes the same amount of time and if you're running late you can just ride faster but like if you're on a train and it gets delayed or if you're driving and you get stuck in traffic, like those things are out of my control and I'm not good at planning for them, right? I'm not good at factoring in that extra time. And so then Mm. by the time I get to work, I've been through this whole rigmarole. Oh, and then when I left the house, I probably forgot something five times and had to go in and out and in and out. (laughs) Right. So it's almost like, like Russell Barkley was saying, he describes it as ADHD is you know what to do. But putting it into action is a completely different ball of fish. Yeah. You know? Like I know I should pack my bag and make my lunch the night before. Do I do that? (laughs) Sometimes when I'm having a good day. Like when I have enough spoons, I do that. But like spoons spoons are hard to come. (laughs) 
So I was thinking that like, it's not like you wouldn't think of it like this, but almost like a big part of time management to me and what I was like, because when I was researching like stuff on this episode, it's almost like a big part of time management is doing things that give you energy to be able to make those decisions. And I call them like mm. brain boosters. Oh yeah. So that's like, and I think that ADHD with and without doing brain boosters, and I'll explain what that is in a sec, is a completely different yeah. like, thing. Because like ADHD with like exercise, for example, mm. seems to be a lot different. Like if you exercise in the morning, like get cardio get your heartbeat up like you do a lot you can focus more and like <laughs> all these things and like another one would be like uh meditation things that give you more energy like a bit of hydration like those three like call them the, the holy trinity of brain boosters yeah it's almost like in my research it's almost like those things give you the ability to have basic functioning and then with that brain function, you can start to build a set of habits that you can make into a routine afterwards. And mm. I learned that those things don't have to be dependent on a clock, like a morning routine, for example, or an evening routine. Mm-hmm. And they said to like build those habits first and then assign a time to them. So like, I don't know, I found it all really cool is because like, I haven't meditated for like three weeks and I have become a different, worse person. I feel <laughs> I would be able to control my emotions as well. Yeah. I've been less of a good like husband. Mm. And, and it's kind of like the worst bits come out, I feel, when I'm not doing my brain boost juice you know oh yeah for sure like I'm the same when I don't because because we talked about this before how like exercise is my meditation and like the days that I don't um get the exercise that I need then I like don't function properly right and so um yeah yeah um and yeah so I don't function properly a different person with or without exactly well like it's a, a, do you also feel like when you're at work, you get really like you need some food, like when you forget because your energy just dies? Yeah, I, like, it, <laughs> I need to be like snacking constantly. <laughs> like, even talking about this is making me realize that ADHD is it's more about managing to have a baseline level of energy a lot of the time. Yeah. You know? By doing those little self-care things or like taking uh, meds that would are right for you and stuff. So that's one essence of time management, I'd say, is just talk like thinking about your energy levels and what you can do to boost them and what's affecting them. Yeah. To do things. Because that's what comes first. So Yeah, because like if you don't have the energy to put into um like basic time management stuff then you're not going to do it (laughs) if you don't don't even take a shower like there's some periods where I feel and I feel like I'm in one at the moment to be honest because I haven't done any brain boosters yeah um 
I'm 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 in a funk right now. I I just don't want to do much at all. Like I have a shower in the morning, and uh, I found this really great thread on a bullet journal Reddit, and I'll put it in the description for this episode. Mm-hmm. It basically said that in those periods where you are low energy, focus just on like basic functions, the basic things to maintain basic functions like showering self-care like brushing your teeth and then as long as you've achieved them you've like won the day and I really yeah like I find that to have that flexible to be able to work with the various energy changes that might happen if um is actually a really good thing and I like and I liked that a lot yeah how though do you um fit that around like a neurotypical schedule I think that is probably one of the main struggles is that like we have to manage our time to fit into like basically other people's worlds right yeah yeah (laughs) especially the delayed chronotype thing like how we like to go sleep later and wake up because with a I feel like with a night watch with the night watchman you know um, <laughs> night watchman oh there we go um, <laughs> that works better and uh i can see addy now um yeah, yeah i think um it's, what what else is a factor in time management it's almost like planning ahead like to be honest i feel like the bullet journal method is what I'm really I'm about to like go in and explore it yeah Ida Carroll the inventor he has ADHD and yeah. he's trying to figure out the easiest way to sort his to manage his time and he found this method he calls rapid logging where it's instead of like writing out everything all wordy it's all bullet points and it's super simplified and I'm about to explore it and I'm really excited to explore it because I find that all of these apps, if anything is an app, it like messes me up. Because Yeah, because as soon as you pick up your phone, you have like a bajillion other fucking notifications from other things. Like loads of little things like, can you do this? Can you do this? And I'm like, oh, However, however, on that note, Google Cal. This was related. Okay. We talked about it in the organization episode, but like Google Calendar is a lifesaver for... Oh. Um, like time management because I set reminders and that is the main thing I think is those reminders like that is why I am able to like do the things that I need to do where I have to be at a specific time because Google actually I don't know if iPhones do this but Google like if you use it for your commuting and like figuring out and stuff it's like you need to leave now to get to the airport on time Wow. I know. I know. It's like if you're driving or if you take transit, you need to leave now to get to your appointment on time. And I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> it's like creepy, but also it's right. really useful. That's amazing because one of the things I find most annoying is like if I've got someone to be in the morning, you have to do that like backwards match. It's like, oh, it's yeah. So you have to be like, so I have to, I have to do this. I have to get there and then I have to leave. But then because of traffic, I have to leave this and time. I add, I and then like a little chunk. Yeah. Like 15 minutes of just me to just something to go wrong time. Yeah. You know? 
I it's gonna go bad. I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Top tip from me to you. Enjoy. Instead, I like to. I think I really thrive on like doing everything very last minute. <laughs> so. Yeah. What's your process with Google Calendar? Like, do you do the? I know. Sometimes I find it fun to do the voice thing. Oh, yeah, I love. So I have Google Home and my apartment. But if I'm not in my apartment, yeah, I just like have my phone. I'm like, hey, Google, put this in my calendar. (laughs) I have a funny story about that because I, she didn't understand me once. And I went, Google, Jesus fucking Christ, fucking hell. And then (laughs) she was like, okay, on Friday at 6 p.m. You have Jesus, Jesus, And then, and then, and then Friday, for like the rest yeah. of the week, I keep being like, hey, Google, what am I doing on Friday at 6 p.m.? <laughs> and she'd just be like, what did you? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it was, all voice. You're doing all yeah, of your voice. Pretty much, if I can. Some of the stuff, like, it doesn't understand. So I'd just be like, uh, recording on Friday at 6 p.m. And then you um, get the and then, of that later. Yeah, and then you have to go in. So, yeah, that's something that's really useful is, like, um, on your Google Calendar, at least, and I'm sure other calendars as well, you can set multiple reminders. And so I set one, like, 30 minutes before usually, sometimes 10 minutes before, depending on what kind of event it is. And if it's an event that's in the morning, I set it 12 hours before or eight hours before so that I get the reminder the night before that. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I have to go to bed now because otherwise I forget to go to bed early. If I have something early in the morning. Oh, that's, Oh, what a great way to do it. Yeah. It's actually helped so much. Like, honestly, I don't think I would function as an adult if like we didn't have the technology that we have today. (laughs) Cause like before all of this stuff, I like struggled so much. Well, that's like so much better than like I've been like going on Google Google Notes, yeah. Google Keep, and like typing it in. But that's so much extra steps, and you Ugh. want to reduce no the steps. reduce barriers to entry always. Wow. So what's the what command do you say to like? Hey Google. Set? Yeah. Put an event in my calendar on Friday the thirteenth or whatever it is, and then she's like, yeah. "Okay, what's it called?" And I'm like blah 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 and then she's like what time and then she and then that's usually all that the google asks <laughs> and you can say more details and then she's like okay that's in your calendar and then it pops up like immediately and you can just tap on it and add more details if you want to so that means that you can check your calendar at any time and it's all set up with the events all yeah pretty organized. much Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Yeah. And the, the problem I find and that sometimes I struggle with is that um, because I use Google personally in my day-to-day life, but my work uses Outlook and my Outlook calendar. First of all, I don't really want all my events, all my work events on my personal calendar, but it's kind of useful to have but they don't sync across and there's like some technologies that you can get, but it's messy and like I forget to like basically google doesn't read my outlook calendar to tell me like Mm. you have this meeting with this client in the morning it's only reading like what if i've put in on my personal calendar and so that's what i struggle with sometimes is like i i've been late or missed morning meetings on occasion because 
I didn't know that I had to be up early for it, basically. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I really wanted to, a way to sync because, like, my wife has an iPhone. I, I use Google for everything. Yeah. So, like, to sync our calendars, we've had to do some, like, random workarounds. But, like, in, you can install Google Calendar on their iPhone. On the iPhone, yeah. So. You have a shared calendar that way, which I think would be cool. But it's not like you can tell your work to be like, yo, can you just change? Yeah, can you just actually, can you use Google? Because it's way easier for me. (laughs) You're one employee. Actually, I think like most people would probably be happy if we switched across to Google. (laughs) What we've got, time management, is maintaining your energy and like fitting in with the neurotypical world and like the calendar world. Yeah, because like, let's be honest, if we didn't have to like, meet certain neurotypical time schedule whatever's then like our time management issues wouldn't be a thing because it would just be like you and me we're like oh can we push it back and we're like okay can we like do this another day like okay like in the adhd bubble like in the community we have community we have it's it's fine to be flexible because we're all adhders yeah that's kind of really nice actually um, and like I don't find that my uh, neurodivergent friends like ever get mad or upset that I'm late for anything. But like, actually, my, my neurotypical friends as well—they they know me enough. <laughs> yeah. But like, maybe my colleagues or my coworkers. Like, the only time I've ever really got in trouble for being late was like with work. So like, I lost jobs because of my lateness. Which is yeah, ridiculous because it's like true. I do my job well, like when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> when you're running after I get there. Coffee. Yeah, well, it's it's a big common theme though. It's like switching jobs every like three months or so. Yeah, and I kind of enjoy it too. Like you do lots of cool things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like, and I think another bit of one one question that um I think is worth talking about is time blocking when you don't when you're not when you're self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so I like manage your time in the holidays or when it's completely up to you. That freaks me out, and I think <laughs> still, I'm severely lacking in because you know I'm a self-employed music man. And yeah, and sometimes, I, like, having that complete freedom can almost be, like, paralyzing. Yeah, fine. Like, I call it um, a, a decision vertigo or something, when you have so many options and so many capabilities that, like, it's hard to focus on one thing. And even having, like, one thing every week helps orient everything else around that, you know? But I don't have that one thing a week. So... Or if you can't have like even one thing a day that you have at a scheduled time and then everything else is kind of, maybe that's like something that you do is, is you say, okay, like at 11 a.m. I write for 30 minutes. I write lyrics for 30 minutes or whatever it is. Wow. And then the rest of the time is like whatever comes. And then, and then maybe those lyrics are shit. <laughs> Like maybe nothing comes out. Maybe you stare at a blank page for 30 minutes. Yeah, but yeah. having that like one thing scheduled in and then you're like, 
making that commitment to yourself and maybe tell other people about it as well. Be like, I'm doing this at this time, make sure I do it. Right. So that's what I find really interesting is on one side, you can have like 10, 15, do this, 10, 20, do this. And that terrifies me thinking of having loads of things and it's overwhelming. So what they recommend here in the top comment on the Reddit thread actually says, I set up my day so that during the same time each day, I'm doing the same type of work. So certain hours are work hours, certain hours are housework slash personal finance, et cetera. And certain hours are exercise hours and certain hours are fun hours. And I think that's freaking cool because it means it's not like set and it's not like it still enables to have that flexibility that our brains enjoy, you know, to have these set of three hours and then we can do it at our own pace within that time. But it helps almost to, to put on a thinking hat of like, right, I'm in work mode. Yeah, so you like put yourself in that space of like, this is the time that I do this thing. And even if it's not like a very specific time, then it's still, yeah, like putting yourself in that right mindset to do the thing. I think that's honestly how we work best because we, we, we like routine, but we don't necessarily like schedule and like, yeah, the world functions to a schedule, (laughs) like a very strict schedule a lot of the time. And then we have like, well, no, this is like my general routine of like when I do things, but having like, and that's okay. Yeah. If you work for yourself, that's great. Set up a routine, not necessarily a very strict time schedule. And like, if you need to move that around and you get things done at different times, that's fine. I was thinking that like there was one uh, meditation center I went to and it didn't have fixed times for anything, but it was always like 10.30 to 11 um, is when break time starts. So it has that little bit of flexibility because I think that if something was a dead on time, if I'm like like two minutes away from finishing something work-wise, like maybe I'm just finishing a song, I would hate to leave that yeah that's like I have my I have my lunch blocked out in my calendar for work just so that like there's always an hour in the middle of the day that is like people can't look on my calendar basically um just so that I have time to like walk the dog and eat you know during the work day and like if I don't take it at exactly that time that's fine I can just like move it around on my calendar but um it is kind of good to at least have it blocked out like 12 to 1 and if it's like 12 30 to 1 30 that's fine if it's like 11 30 to 12 30 that's fine if I take an hour and a half lunch break that's fine <laughs> <laughs> one um one awesome. that Paul McCartney used to do you know from the Beatles Paul McCartney he said that if he doesn't, he has a yellow legal pad in, in a really obvious place in the middle of the room. Yeah. He says each morning he goes down and he just writes one thing on that legal pad of what he's going to do today, like write a song or finish this chunk. And then he says if he doesn't do that, he feels kind of like lost and he doesn't know what to do as well. But I think yeah. that simplifies so well. One thing. And you write it down and then especially if you're managing your own time then you can do it however you want mm. but it's like locked in and you like know what you're doing and your brain knows yeah I think that's the most important thing right it's like <laughs> tell it like yo 
by the way, we're fucking this doing this. This is what we now. do now. Right now, we're doing this. I wonder if there's like, I know there's like bits in NLP where you can like play certain music when you're focusing and like you make a kind of environment or you could have a certain smell and all these different things to like be like you are in work mode, you are in fun mode, you know? I wonder if you mm. could do that. Just like to help show your brain what mode you're in. Yeah. Something else that's cool that like I don't implement enough <laughs> in my own life, but mm-hmm. it's um it's like the Pomodoro technique. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Pomodoro. Yeah. So basically a Pomodoro, the reason it's called that is because there's these like little timers that are shaped like a tomato and you can twist them onto like 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And the idea is you twist on a Pomodoro You've got an egg timer. Yeah, it works the same. Egg, egg timer. timer. You can use the timer on your phone. Um, like literally any timer works. I think the Pomodoro is nice because it's like, um, or, or like an egg timer like that one is nice because it's like physical and having like a physical, yeah. like this is a representation of time. <laughs> this like very ob- abstract construct. You hear the noise. Oh, that's and satisfying. Like- right it kind of like helps my brain be like oh i'm in focus mode <laughs> yeah and satisfying ding dong yeah and so the idea is that if you do it enough like pomodoro timing like while you're doing tasks so say you're doing the dishes or you're making your breakfast and you put on a pomodoro timer um it helps you learn how long things take because that's something that a lot of us really struggle with is like i i think everything takes five minutes (laughs) right 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 so you're saying that like you eventually work out how many pomodoros something takes yeah exactly so you're like that's three pomodoros to do that and um it's meant to be really good (laughs) i have not put it into practice put it in my backpack tick tock tick tock oh i better keep running yeah, exactly well so I mean that's something I actually that's a thing about cycling is because I have my fitness tracker and I will start when I start when I start on my bike and then I'll stop it like when I get to my destination so I know exactly how long it takes me to get from A to B on my bike oh, cool. the problem is good. I'm not always on my bike and I'm like oh I'll just be there in five minutes and I'm walking and it takes like three times as long (laughs) oh because you're synced to like bike time yeah literally everything in my mind is like how far it takes to cycle there and like downtown is 15 minutes away but like not if I take transit (laughs) yeah so it's funny that like the external like a theme that has come up loads when I was researching was like externalizing time like yeah. you were saying, like the the phone was counting for you the time. In that yeah, list. exactly. And so, like my watch counts time. how long it takes me to go on my bike to somewhere. I could do that, I guess, if I'm like driving. <laughs> like it feels weird to like stand at time or like I'm driving now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's like. There's been so many times I've tried to like make a method and it's just not worked. And like, I'd love to use my phone for like the notifications and stuff. Yeah. So, and so it's almost like, I'm not sure whether to like have a bullet journal or have a, my phone. 
like I guess it's like whatever works for you really isn't it yeah exactly it's finding your own personal like time management techniques and then I also I've just like really leaned hard into the fact that I am a late person (laughs) (laughs) you've like taken it on exactly it's just like it's part of my personality at this point (laughs) I'm like I'm always late like everyone knows it to the point where like one of my managers once I uh got my shift time wrong I was working in a restaurant and I thought I was like opening at 8.15 in the morning. So I actually got there on time at 8.15, but apparently I started work at nine. (laughs) So it's just like, well, I may as well start work, you know, I'll be here. And my boss got in at nine and he was like, I was like, guess what? I was 45 minutes early today. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) shut the fuck up. (laughs) Wow. So it's like you, did you do that on purpose? No, I just thought I was starting at 8.15. You know, see, it's like sometimes that feels so freaking cool, though. Yeah. When I'm, like, early to start. So, like, when I had an analog watch, I used to set it, like, five minutes fast. But because now I have a digital watch that, like, syncs to my phone for the time, it's on the same time that my phone is, so it's on, like, real time. But that's also a trick, like, but the problem is then I think you know that your watch is fast and then you, like, overcompensate <laughs> as well. You're like, well, it's five yeah. minutes fast, so I can have five more well, minutes, which is 15 minutes to me. It's really funny because, like, for some reason, like, when it comes to going to sleep, I always like to go to sleep at, like, two or something. Yeah. And even if I've just switched countries and my time zone is different, for some reason I think and I see, I, I'm like, oh, it's not 2 a.m. yet, so I won't sleep. Even if I'm, really <laughs> yeah, I'm tired, but I'm not going to go to sleep. 7 p.m. Right, right. So I don't know what the deal is with that. It's almost like I rely on the external clock thing. Yeah, and there is something that about day. that, though. I really don't like waking up on an odd number. Like... <laughs> <laughs> So like, no. so, or like, I hate, for some reason, I really, I like, hate the feeling of like waking up before my alarm because I'm like, I'm going to slip. Right. Like, Ugh. Have you seen the app that's like, pays attention to your sleep routine and wakes you up? Like when you are in the lightest point of sleep. Yeah. yeah. Apparently that's a thing. It's like within a 30 minute time frame. But that. Honestly, when I was using that, it's called Sleep for Android, or I'm yeah. sure there's a oh yeah Apple App Store you can like search like um, sleep cycle alarm or something. And dude, the difference it makes is humongous because I find if I wake up in a grog mode, I feel groggy for like the whole day. Yeah, or I do this thing where I'm like. Mm, my alarm is gonna go off in three minutes and then I like lie back down and then I'm like one two three and I like count the seconds like (laughs) until I can work out and I'm like you know exactly at eight oh oh and not a minute earlier (laughs) (laughs) yeah I really don't like it like if it's 8 57 gross if it's like nine o'clock exactly that's fine I don't uh, like 15 minute time (laughs) slots are okay I also just have a really weird thing about numbers like I really don't like odd numbers (laughs) except for five wait so if it's like what so you really like rearrange your 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 like wake up time to be even 
yeah, I want to wake up at like three minutes past. It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Lol, you're crazy, man. You're yeah. crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy, baby. Um, right, I'm going to like share my oh, yeah. screen. And... Yeah, sure, thought... So we have your suggestions from the community of your experience with time management. Yeah, so, so let's have a look. What the community has said. So these are top tips, right, Addy? Yeah, so, well, it's people's, um, I asked for, like, suggestions and stories and just, like, general experiences related to time management or lack thereof. Cool, let's go. This one says, plan everything earlier than you need to, like waking up and getting the buff. That is so freaking true. I love that because it's almost like relaxing if you can do things way earlier and then you have time to like enjoy the journey of getting to that thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, in concept. <laughs> in concept, yeah. Like, These are all the things where you're like, yeah, I know that. I know. I know that. <laughs> I once had an, uh, a therapist that wasn't an ADHD specialist. And he was like giving me all these tips. And I was like, yeah, like I know all of these. And he goes, well, why don't you do it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because my brain decided it's not time to do it. <laughs> because sometimes you just want to be distracted. That's fine. So this, this person said, oh, <laughs> you go. You go, go. It's your all right. They said, wake up, sex, meditate, and touch that damn phone after one hour of working and don't plan. Just set targets and the time you need to hit them. Oh, I think this is fine. Wake Again, up, for sex, like, meditate. yeah. And yeah, 6 a.m. No, <laughs> gross. <laughs> I don't believe anything good in the world happens before 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wake up at six, meditate, and touch that damn phone after one hour of working. Yeah. I mean, I think that's great if you're self-employed. Yeah, but I find, I honestly feel like when I touch my phone in the morning, I'm on it for ages because it's like a black hole of attention. Black hole of attention. So, like, when I got um, Google Home and I could put my phone outside of the bedroom because Google home mm. would wake me up as an alarm. And then I didn't cool. use my phone as an alarm to wake me up. And so that helped a lot because I wasn't oh, immediately cool. picking up my phone in the morning. Um, oh, that's cool. So to yeah. have an ex- alarm, that's not your phone. That's, yeah, a good like idea. that's outside of your bedroom. And so then you have to like physically get up to go and turn it off. That's awesome. Yeah. He continues. Don't plan Just set targets and all the time you need to hit them. Yeah, so I think that's what I mean is, like, that that's fine if you are self-employed. Right. Well, I guess maybe if you have, like, a project for work and you have, like, the whole day to do it or the whole week to do it, just set, like, little targets to work on throughout. But it's, like, if you have a meeting at 4 p.m., you – you have to be on that meeting at 4 p.m. You can't be like, well, that's a goal to be on the meeting around that time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That would be great. Um, maybe when uh, the world is more ADHD inclusive. Yeah. Have, I don't know. Maybe one day. So this person says, uh, 
because I was asking for tips, I guess they're like, no, <laughs> but I do know that if I can't do my assignments, I make sweets. If I make sweets, I get sugar and relax. If I relax and have sugar, I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, right. That is true. There's a huge difference between if I'm stressed and doing something, it's almost like my brain switches off. And I think that's, I think they've shown that that happens, right, in ADHD and autism, that the prefrontal cortex shuts down when it's in emotion. Yeah. Sorry. Like, like, I'm definitely in that space, like, recently. I'm like, uh, my brain just, like, zoned out. Like, I can't focus. I can't do much because... Well, that's just like a natural response to to grief and and things that are happening right now. But uh, I think it's exacerbated because of my brain structure. And so I totally feel that it's like under stress or um, extreme emotional circumstances, then your uh, ability to function by those like standards decreases significantly. Yeah, I really think so. That's why I like this idea of it. A flexible schedule that can adjust to your energy level. Oh yeah. And like when you're low on energy, you can focus on that self-care thing. Like for example, yeah. this one says, "Don't stop trying to learn what works for you." Yes, I, that's what we were saying. We're like, yeah, the bullet journal is great for some people, and then other people just like really can't get into it, and vice versa. Like the, I don't know, Google Calendar. Maybe some people just like don't like to have their stuff planned out on a google calendar yeah who knows like, it's like when it comes to like doing things your way it makes such a big difference because like you know in i think it's yes man where they go running and they all go running with cameras and it makes it way more fun and i like when i went out running with a camera and it was more about exploring I loved running. Yeah. And I, I was like taking photos and I didn't feel like it was as much effort. And I wasn't just thinking, oh, how tired am I right now? I was thinking, wow, like what's over that hill? Like wh- where's more beautiful stuff? And it made it about like the focus change and I enjoyed it. So I 110% recommend doing things your own way. Yeah. And this person says, I always set my clocks, all of them, 10 minutes too fast. Which is like, oh. again, great in concept, but I think our brains are smarter than we give them credit for. And then we, like I said, we can end up overcompensating and being like, I have 10 minutes to spare because. You just have to like practice ignoring those thoughts when they come and be like, oh, it's not 10 minutes early. I promise, I promise. <laughs> it's real. This is the real time. Here's another one. I measure everything with music. So I have playlists for specific daily tasks I have to do. Yeah. I love this idea because I've heard of people with ADHD having like morning playlists. And Mm -hmm. they know that like one is one song is for the shower, one song is to begin their teeth and get changed. And I love that idea so much because it's living in a music video anyway. Yeah, I, I like to do that. I've been doing that a bit with like podcasts. So I'll put on like 
a podcast, like an ologies episode or something like that, when I have to do like my dishes or the washing and something that I'm like, this is going to take like 32 minutes to an hour. And so I find a podcast that's that long. And then uh, sometimes it takes less time, but it's like I've kind of like blocked out that time, right? That's cool. I love that. Yeah. Well, you got any, give me some more fun tips Adam. Oh, I like this put little miss inders <laughs> all the timers and alarms it can help but it's at risk of being a meaningless cacophony <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, so true because the there's like the uh, there's that point where your brain starts to ignore the timers do you know what I mean where like the timer yeah. goes off and or like the alarm or whatever it is and then you're like yeah I know I have to do that but like I'll do it later and then you miss you like ignore the timer and then you forget to do the thing oh my gosh oh my gosh but yes alarms so like I found this useful I used to always 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 forget to get the washing like because it you, you put it in and then you have to like you're not gonna sit and wait for an hour like well, 30 minutes whatever for the washing to be done and so I would like walk away and then forget about it and then like the next day or like later that day I'd be like oh shit the washing oh no no, no, it, no when no, I was no. at university it used to take me three days to do a load of washing because like the oh. first day I would put it in and then I would forget and then the second day I would put it in the dryer and then I would forget and then the third day I'd come back and get my wash. <laughs> oh, that must be so stinky as well. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, mess. What I would do, I'd put it in the washer and then I'd just stay in the laundry room like, playing <laughs> games or something on my phone. Yeah, so my alternative to that, because I can't just sit in the washing room, is put a timer on my phone. Um, and, and again, just like technology is great. Because we didn't have OK Google when I was at university. And so now mm. it's like, OK Google, remind me to change the washing over in 30 minutes. And oh, she does. That's the best. <laughs> that's the freaking best. Those little reminders, honestly, I use them for cooking, you know, and like birthdays are really yeah. useful. But I find that I have to, I like prefer the the Google ones where you say like what the reminder is for or like what the timer is for. Because otherwise you're like, I'll see a timer for 30 minutes and then it goes off. You're like, what the fuck is this timer about? (laughs) So what's the command you say for that? I just say like, okay, Google, set a uh, reminder for me to change the washing or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. And then then listen. That's super cool. Yeah. This person says, at work, I only make a planning for the week with what had to be done. No timeline. This seems to be kind of a common thing. It's like. Yeah, so it's almost like don't fix it to a set time. Yeah, exactly. So we need to be in jobs that allow us that kind of flexibility. Yeah, like autonomy. Also, then every so often it really helps to have one thing that's at a specific deadline. You know, mm, mm. because if you don't have a deadline, I think sometimes it's hard to get your brain into that like mode where you have to do the thing. And and sometimes having that like, like I am uh, pretty bad for 
only doing the prep for my calls like 15 minutes before my calls Mm. because it puts me in that like I have to do this now because I have a deadline the call starts in 30 minutes or whatever it is 15 minutes and so I like do all the prep that I need to do like just before I get on the call and maybe that's not the best but then also it's fresh in my mind right so (laughs) yeah you're doing it your way you know exactly but I think yeah like I if you can be in a job where you have the flexibility to do things like at on a routine but not a schedule that's great just like I have to get this done today you know what I really liked is like in school I have the bell yeah and you're like oh okay it's break time or oh it's this and I was thinking that like it'd be cool to get like a watch or something that can vibrate like I think Apple watches can do it where it just vibrates through the day so mm. it can be like external reminders yeah again it's that like externalizing time like having a physical reminder of well you could probably set up like a bell system on your phone yeah yeah that would be cool just like one ding would be nice yeah have someone who like it lives with you just comes in and like rings a bell (laughs) yeah like in i like there's a lot of towns in europe where the church bell rings every hour yeah or like in nice and france a cannon goes off at midday you know there's all like there's like these external things and it's kind of nice to have that like certainty about how everything's moving along yeah i um (sighs) (laughs) you're right you're right i just forgot what i was saying halfway through my sentence I know how to. Uh, this person this says, says Trello. Whoa. Trello, Whoa. that's it. That's that like online collabing thing, isn't it? Yeah, so it's basically like you have like a board and you can like put the tasks on the board. I think that's more for just like general organization, but not necessarily like specific time management, or at least I don't know how I've to heard use it's it. really good for like project management. Yeah. And I know that you can like use your phone and it syncs with your phone so that's cool and you get to like label it and it's like you can put subtasks in a list of tasks which I find mm. is really useful too like that's a big theme is like chunking things down into smaller chunks mm-hmm. that comes up so often um for us because it almost makes you have more agency to do it because you know exactly what to do next yeah this lady says, I have so many reminders and sticky notes and I can still be late. <laughs> sticky notes forever. Yeah, because eventually the sticky note blends into the wall and just becomes... <laughs> this happens with me all the time. Like, I really wish I could, like, like reminders just become, like, okay, I've heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that my, fo- my, oh my watch gosh. is set late and the sticky notes, like, I know that it's there and it's, like... I'm just accustomed to it. Like how, I think that's something we talked about in the organization episode, right? Is like novelty and you have to have these, like you have to be changing the different methods that you use as your reminders because your brain gets accustomed to them. I made a a reminder on my phone that like came up every day and it was like my to-do list and that became the most annoying (laughs) pop-up thing. I was like, ugh. 
a list of stuff to do. Wipe. <laughs> yeah, I know. My like twice a day, my phone tells me oh, that I should be journaling, and it's like, yeah, I know I should, and then just <laughs> swipe it away. <laughs> Like, but right. sometimes and, I do it and then it's really good to like check that box in the habit chair. Oh, cheeky, cheek, cheek, check it. Yeah. Thank you, babes from the community shares this. My job has lots of discrete tasks, so I have to reorganize with my boss so I'm not constantly set switching. And I think that brings up a really important point is like, you know, when you're focused on something and someone asks you a question that has nothing to do with your what you're doing right now, yeah it's like from a different world it uses different parts <laughs> of your brain and it's like to remove myself from that zone and to go into a mental space where I can answer that question is like really hard oh yeah it's like annoying and I get angry sometimes if I'm like focused on something and have to set switch yeah it's like I am in the zone right now and I don't know how to be in a different zone <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally. There's like some sort of zone inertia to change. And it's nice to like, I think Elon has a kind of methodology with this because he runs like Tesla and Mm. SpaceX, which are two like huge companies. And he has to, he says that what he does is he doesn't think about the other company at all when he's at the one company. And so compartmentalizing, right. And he says that that's the secret of managing all of this overwhelming information that he must have to process every day is he has it in these conceptual boxes and he only thinks about it at the right time, which I think is really cool. Yeah, but being able to do that and not like, because I think sometimes our brains are so uh, interconnected. Do you know what I mean? So like one thing links to like a thought about another thing. Um, yeah. And then so it runs on. Yeah. But then that's also a problem, I guess, when sometimes someone will like, like you said, they'll interrupt you while you're in the middle of something and then like you'll get stuck on that thread and then you can't remember exactly like what the thread was that you were on. Right, right. So that's a big factor, I think, when it comes to time management is coming back to your task that you're working on. And I find that that's exactly my issue is if I go away and I come back to like working on a project let's say it's a video or a song if um if i if i didn't write down the last thing i did and was about to do on like a a a notepad or something then i'm just lost and i find it really hard to figure out what i'm supposed to be doing and that process would take a lot of time if if i didn't write down like almost like a log of what i have done and what i want to do next while I'm while I'm focusing, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I can just pick it up and be like, "Oh, I'm doing this, wicked!" Bing, bing, bing. I love that. Okay, let's see what else we have. Um, this gal says, "I've had my new job for two months and have nearly been fired twice for shift lateness." Ah, uh, relate <laughs> to that, like. it's not just me (laughs) no way no way and like I got told off so much when I was a youth worker for being late that I used to like sleep on the floor because I'd be too comfy in bed (laughs) to get out of bed so I'd just sleep on the floor in a towel or something oh so you would like make yourself intentionally uncomfortable so that you wouldn't sleep in yeah totally yeah but like you shouldn't (laughs) have to put your own well-being at risk 
for someone else's fucking bullshit time schedule. I know, but it's mostly because like I stayed up till like two a.m. like hyper focusing on my passion at the time, you know. Yeah, but I think also that means like something about time management for us, people who have like a shifted sleep cycle is that we need to be in work that works with that, right? Like work in a place where you can start work later, right? Because if your brain is not like my brain I had many at 8 a.m. this morning and I was not fully a human being. <laughs> yeah, because you could do the same hours, you know. You yeah, exactly. Why why is nine to five a thing? Like I don't I don't understand. <laughs> and you know what? If nine to five wasn't a thing, it might help with the traffic. It was Henry because Ford. Do you know that? It was Henry Ford oh. that who invented, invented the nine to five. I think that idea's got a lot of traction. Shake my fist angrily. <laughs> While I also own a Ford. <laughs> I like okay. this idea. Yeah. Um, they say, if it takes less than five minutes, do it now. This yes. works wonders for me. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You've done that? No, I love that idea. I saw that in, as well. And I was like, that's such a good idea. Yeah. Every so often though, I do have that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do the thing. And I'm like, it takes no time. I mean, I do it now. <laughs> it's done. It's done by David Allen, which I think is an amazing book for ADHDers, even if it's a bit wordy. He says, if it takes less than two minutes, just do it right, do it yeah. right away. Do it this instant. And I find that like, those are the things I put off the most are the things that are like really small and easy to do. Ring a ding ding, two minutes, mm. boom, 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 it's done. But they, because we like build them up in our heads, right? And we think it's going to take a million years. <laughs> so I guess it's almost like this interferes with that to be like, zip, oops, it's yeah. done. So I saw an interesting post today on like Facebook. My friend posted like, people don't understand like what, for example, the process of cleaning your room is like for an ADHD. It's like, you want me to vacuum my floor? Okay. So I go into my room and there's stuff all over the floor. So I pick up that stuff and I put it into piles and then I start organizing that stuff into different piles. And then I realize that some of that stuff has to go to the charity shop. <laughs> so I put that <laughs> stuff into a different pile. And then I put the other stuff into a box. I think I need a box. And then I maybe need oh to put it on God. a shelf. So I start Googling shelves and how to put up shelves. And then you come yeah. in and there's stuff all over my room and it's been five yeah. hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right, right. That is like, I love to switch tasks when I'm cleaning. And it's almost like more fun to do it that way. Yeah. But I love that technique. It's called like the clutter box sweep. And what? you get a box. <laughs> yeah, it's called the clutter box sweep. Okay. So I'm just going to share this quickly because it's super, it changed my whole game. It's like you want a tidy room. First thing first, do a clutter box sweep. So that is clutter is defined as anything that's not where it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. And you get a box and you, you put go everything in the box. Or, yeah, all the clutter in the box. And you go clockwise or anti-clockwise working around the room. Okay. And you're not doing anything else. You're not picking up anything else. You're not thinking about anything else. You just do a clutter box sweep, go around in a circle. And then the whole space is like way clear. 
Yeah. You just go to that box and be like, where's this go? Where's this go? Where's this and go? And then you have less of those distractions. So a lot of what happens like while you're trying to clean is that you get distracted. So this is no longer, we're not talking about time management anymore, but I think it relates because like the re- a big part of the reason that our time management can be so bad is because not only time blindness, but like I get distracted. So like I... Right. I see something that like interests my brain and then I like hook onto that and then I think I'm I'm like it's I'm just gonna look at it for like two minutes and then half an hour passes I was reading about um sensory diets for people on the on with ADHD or on the spectrum and it was saying that like visual clutter is a huge part of like not getting overwhelmed Mm. if you clear your field of vision then your brain as soon as it looks at something it won't ever trigger a thought so you can focus better Mm. yeah i found it really interesting um someone here says over planning my time somehow never ends well (laughs) dude that's true it causes me a lot of stress when i'm like 15 10 20 do this oh yeah no like like trying to like exactly schedule every single second of the day but I also don't know if they mean like over planning as in like over committing and thinking that you have more hours in the day to do stuff I am like chronic for this I'm like I am gonna like even today is one of those days so I like have work calls in the morning from eight until midday so like four hours of work calls and then I was meeting my friend for a coffee and then we're recording the podcast and then I'm gonna supposed to be right now actually on a workout with my girlfriend on zoom and then we're going to go to costco afterwards and then i have to go back to my old apartment and pick up some stuff and i'm like you organize all of that that's like crazy i don't well i kind of do so like again bullet journaling has like you can like block out like bits so instead of just putting like a dot yeah exactly instead of just putting a dot of like a thing you have to get done you do like a line and down and you like block off like a section of the day so it takes up more space in your day and you try and like represent each of the things as like how much of your day it's going to take up and I don't always do this well but like when I am get better at it so like when I was driving and I would like block out like three hours of my day and be like drive time. And then I knew that I was driving during those hours. Then uh, it helped me be able to schedule my day because I was like remembering that like, that actually takes time. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like um, I heard someone say like 10 minutes of planning saves 10 hours of trying to do something and not knowing how to do it or something like that. There's some sort of like, a tiny bit of planning makes a huge difference in the end, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. So like if you spend that 10 minutes to like block out your day, it helps you to have like way more. You make time to to fill in your bullet journal and plan things, right? Not every day, but like I try. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. It's almost like a gift to your future self again. It's almost it like a hobby that you have to make time for. Yeah. It's like time or planning because planning definitely doesn't come naturally to my brain. No. And it's almost like it takes a lot of effort, but just doing it a bit makes a huge difference, it seems, you know? 
Yeah, it definitely does. Short-term goals for time management. I mean, short-term goals. I like that. I really like that. So it can be like, um, one idea I've been playing with recently is having like a month to focus on one thing in my personal life, like planning or fitness. And then um, that really helps me think, like to make it simple to just have that one thing to focus on. Yeah. So instead of being like, I'm going to get better at organization, just like such a vague general goal, just be like this month, I am going to focus or even this week or even like today, I'm going to, yeah, break it down. Just be like, yeah, I love that short term goals to be like, this is the time that I work on this one thing and focus on that. I like that. It's almost like simplifying. We like simple methods. Post-its have been hugely popular, it seems. Like oh, post-its yes. on where you're going to, like, post-its. If you're, like, know what you're going to do tomorrow, you could post it on your door when you're going to leave. I, like, l- love post-its. Yeah, on your phone screen, on top of the screen, so that when you wake up in the morning, you can't just, like, immediately look at the screen. There's a post-it in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you do? I, I, I just thought of it now. <laughs> That's fun. That's really cool. This one says, I'm late to everything, and I mean everything. If I'm online or early, people are shocked to see me. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's like, what? It's almost like we have exactly the same brains sometimes. Yeah. The community. <laughs> this person says, this will sound basic, but I always set alarms five plus hours ahead of said things I need to do. That way I won't engage with a long activity and get lost in it. It can be a bit unhealthy since it ends up with me not doing anything fun, but it works. Not mm. all the time, of course. I think I mean, that's, that's like what you said. With, with Yeah, so like I do that for things that need to be done in the morning. And the main reason that I do that is so that I know I need to go to bed early. <laughs> Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. One thing I just thought of is Brené Brown. I talk about her a lot because she's yeah. really good with the brain. She's, she allocates time to doing nothing. Yeah. And, I, and like she says, like, she's got a really veggie schedule and she's always doing conference. And she says no one can touch that time. Like that is time for her to think, to daydream. And I think that like, scheduling doing nothing time and fun time is really really important when it comes to time management too mm. mm-hmm. I like set that. alarms for appointments and online classes so you can function without worrying you will forget yes again alarms alarms that. alarms <laughs> you know it's like do you ever do this thing where if you have something later on in the day and you're focusing about it loads what I do to short circuit that thought loop is I set an alarm for when I need to care about it and I don't think about it until that alarm goes off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you do that. Sometimes. It like means you can fully chill out and you don't have to think one thought about that thing. Yeah. Which I love. So, oh, and the same person who said set alarms for appointments, they said writing things down on a monthly calendar helps you visualize what's going on. Yes, it does. You're like, 
this thing is later in the month or later in the week. And then also don't restrict yourself to plan out every second of your day. I personally can't function like that. It seems like that's a really common thread. It's like plan out generally, (laughs) give yourself general times that you need to do things. So like in the morning, I will do this, but like not at 9.07 a.m. I will brush my teeth. Right. <laughs> it always freaks me out. And I don't know why. I think that's a big mistake I've made with time management before. Is I've had to like, I thought, oh, do I need to plan everything? But no, there's a beautiful balance you can have. Yeah, there. exactly. I think we think sometimes we have to be like all in. And so that's also something I do on my calendar, like on, on my bullet journal, I mean, like, for example, if it's mm. something like I'm going to drive for three hours today, or I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing, but I don't have a set time. I'll like block it out. So it takes up a chunk of the day, but not put specific times on it because I don't know exactly yeah, what times so, I'm going to be doing that yeah, thing but it triggers you to like fill in your bullet journal and to I filled in this meeting while we were on it <laughs> well, <laughs> but no. that's also because we kept moving the time around but um sometimes I I put in my bullet journal to bullet journal <laughs> Yeah, that's good though. And having it there, having it visible a lot of the time, like I carry it with me pretty much everywhere and just like having it, something I can see. And then I'm like, if I'm sitting around and I have some time to kill or I'm like having a coffee or whatever, or like between meetings at work, if I have it there, I'm like, oh, I'll do this now. And I like fill in some of what I need to do. I'm almost thinking of like, wouldn't it be great to have like a bullet journal sling because if you sling, <laughs> sling on something, you can always have it on you. Yeah. And it's like, like having a sling is just a way of life, you know? Like, I think that, like, to learn how to play ukulele, I always say just stick a sling on it, keep it out of the case, wear it. Yeah. And you play the ukulele all the time. And it's the same with freaking journaling or wanting to do photography. I think if you just wear the thing you want to do. Yeah, I'm just have it because we have like no object permanence right so we can't if we can't see something I like don't know where it is or that it exists Mm. anymore and so I have Mm. to have it like in my field of vision all the time and so that's like carry it with you basically yeah I like that I like that a lot yeah so this person deep fried pizza says I organize myself with google notes and calendar again (laughs) and they said I really need to type in any date immediately and then like a laughing emoji I so relate to that like if someone tells me like oh it's at 5 p.m on Friday I'm like wait I need to put that in my calendar (laughs) (laughs) and I have to do it immediately otherwise it's like because I don't have the short-term memory to hold that nugget in my brain unless I keep repeating it and then I don't hear anything else that that person yeah yeah right yeah dude that's so true so true you're like i have to put this in my calendar immediately and they're like okay <laughs> like just yeah otherwise i, I will forget a hundred percent true i love that i'm gonna i'm really gonna do that oh this one every it. morning i'm on the phone with my partner and they keep updating me on the time that's so cute wow yeah wow. having like a supportive person one thing i have been relying on is my partner to like like I just tell them everything and they put it in their calendar and I think that that has worked but it's been kind of like I'm relying on them 
So yeah. Feel as independent. But sometimes having that, like, so like my friend today who I met up with, we were talking about like time management stuff because he was like, yeah, I'm totally like, I'm late all the time, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but if I care about someone and, well, like I, I'm worried about uh, disappointing them. So like for work stuff, mm. he was like, I was pretty much always like just on time because of that probably feeds into like rejection sensitivity because you don't want to like upset someone so you're like I'll be on time yeah Yeah. what do they what do they do oh so he just is like relies on the I think for him the fact that he doesn't like letting people down or he likes to make sure he keeps people happy helps him to not be like right so it's like you're tapping into that people pleasing yeah, sometimes I guess it's like you may as well use it to good advantage. I'm going to let them down. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'll share another one. Um, micromanaging myself helps, but not... Micromanaging myself helps, but not if it's... But if it's not for an urgent deadline, I struggle sticking to it. Yeah, so like <laughs> telling yourself you have to do something, but it has to be an urgent deadline. Otherwise, you're like, I'm going to struggle with this. It's almost like you need to imagine an asteroid will come and knock out everything unless you do the thing. This one says, I often write things in my diary but then forget to read them. Yes! Right, that's why I'm scared of bullet journaling because I thought as soon as I close it, it's gone. Yeah, so you have to have, I have it open on my desk pretty much all the time. Yeah, so like if I'm sitting at a desk and I know I always work at that desk or that table, then I have it open with me. And so like if I'm working for the day, even when I was in the van, so like I would be working at my table and I would have my bullet journal open next to me. So, yeah, it's like, again, it's just like that visualizing of things. Nice tactic. Yeah. Any other top tips for us? Um, I think uh, telling other people that you have to, so again, that plays into that like accountability thing. So like telling someone else that is important to you or that can remind you to do things, right? And then like they can hold you accountable for that thing. Yeah, that's true. That helps a lot actually, distributing the work. Struggling to leave the house without doing one last thing. Yes, help. you're like, but I just saw that out before I go, and then you get stuck doing that thing. <laughs> I, to help, I try to prep the night before. Yeah, that is definitely like. Oh my gosh, right, I get it now because there's always like a big, like when you're leaving the house, it's always like, oh, I, I could grab a drink, I could do this, and that, that it becomes an everlasting list. Yeah, you're like, maybe so I'll just clean this one, like thing before I go and then you end up cleaning like the whole kitchen <laughs> it's really true like they say to help I try to prep things the night before and I think that one top tip I heard from Peter Shankman who wrote Faster Than Normal which is an amazing ADHD book he says like that when you're thinking of a task there's always the setup time and then there's the closing time and like the finishing up packing up time and he says, yeah, like, we don't factor in those times. Right, right. He says, factor in those those times. And like he says, in the prep time, it's things like making sure you have all the tools available. And really that when it comes to a task, having all the tools you need and all the things you need, it's like the whole, it's like makes the task. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I think thinking about it in those three sections 
will really help me when I do that. Yeah. Well, I have to go because I'm late for something else that I was supposed to be on 15 minutes ago. <laughs> cool. Okay. No worries, Addy. Um, thanks very much for chatting about this and sharing all your tips. Yeah. And I hope some of that was helpful. Go set an alarm for something you have to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Here's a message from Bob, our friend. We love you. Bye. Bye. Hey. Thanks for joining us today on ADHD Explorers. Did you have a good time? Did you enjoy listening to the chat? I hope so. Anyway, I send big hug and loves your way from Bob, the friendly worm that lives on the boat. Bye-bye now.